say welcome to the Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. You can also check us on the MyTalk app. Rock was taking a day off today. I'm Holly filling in for him, Lori and Julia, in the house to get to a very productive day of celebrity gossip. Holly, thank you so much. Yeah, Rocco, I think is skiing he with is. the boy. He is. Kind of got some fresh snow. Little Bruno, this morning there was some fresh snow. I was slip sliding on my way over to Dinah to chop off my hair that I spent a year growing out. And now it's all gone. Well, it's back it's, to short it's, again. It's short, long. short. She's got a short, my long, short, long pixie, and I got a, I got a brown blonde. Yeah, because I it's we very, were, it's winter, blonde. It's, it's blonde. It? The yeah, brown it's blonde. Yeah, I put a lot of dark. So we both wore our hair slow, but yeah. Dinah, I mean, it was like slip sliding away, getting. It was just like kind of like snowy ice. There's ice. ice. Yeah. There's, well, it got cold after all that rain. Yeah. No, I know. But anyway, it's, so, it's yeah. another great day in Minnesota. I, I knew that it was probably time to chop off some of my hair when I came home from bowling last week and Casey pulled my hair and said, are you wearing a wig? Oh. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Well, your hair was, lo- your hair. I have a lot of hair yep. and it's big and I just ended up just clipping it up every day because you, I was twirling it. When I get nervous or anxious, a I'm a twirler. And when I have long hair, I twirl and twist. Mm-hmm. And and I've been twirling and twisting. twisting and there's been so and many not things. not doing ice skating routines. <laughs> just twirling and talking and not talking. And so much to not talk about. I watched, Casey and I watched a Best in Show this weekend. Just uh, we hadn't seen it in a long time. Oh. And. Man, that, that is show funny, is funny. That is so funny. And then you finished what last night? Oh, the gentleman's game, the English, the game. English game. That did we, you watch that, Holly? I didn't watch it oh. last night, but it's on the calendar. Okay. It's on the agenda. It's, it's beyond so wonderful. The, about the origins of soccer. In Julie and the UK. I, and anyone else who's watched it now, and we're not big soccer people, but we know Fergus Sutter and Jimmy Love, yes. and they were soccer players in the eighteen. 18- Hundreds, like 1880s, and yep. people in modern soccer know those names today. Fer- Fergie Sutter and Jimmy Love. Oh, gosh. And, and then and our, our beautiful boyfriend. guy, um, what's, what's his, his name? name? Edward Holcroft. Holcroft. Spazzatura defined. Ray, Reggae Jean Page, you know, now that we've got two new You have to watch boyfriends. this show. Oh, it's so the English good. game. It was so good. It's on Netflix. That was great. All right, so there is Scandal Down Under because... The Australian Open, uh, one of the big four Grand Slam tennis events, was supposed to happen later this month, but they had to push it back because of COVID and everything. Is this one my brother is telling me they're doing a, like an NBA bubble type of situation they with the did, players? Yeah, they did that at the U.S. Open okay. and were successful with it. Mm-hmm. And they did it in, they're doing it in Australia, but Australia has not let people travel to their... Um, island island for a long time and they have very 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 strict rules so um a lot of the players that went there to get ready to play found out when they got there that the charter plane that they were on someone was positive for covid so it's ended up that 72 players have to be in 14 day quarantines with only five hours a day training and depending on if you're a have like a higher seated player or a lower seated player, you're staying in different hotels. They decided to make everybody not spread out where all the matches would take place, but just have them in two central areas. 
And so people are just like, they're hitting, they can't leave their hotel room. Oh, these whiny athletes. So, Jeez Louise, we haven't been able to leave our houses. We I don't know. go anywhere. Mm, these people need but to But they just... said had they known the rules that if someone would have tested positive on their flight, many of them would have cho- chosen not to go or gone earlier or done something different because it's literally 14 days out and some people aren't going to have a lot of time to train. So they're like hitting against their glass windows in their hotel rooms one guy is putting a mattress up sideways on his wall, trying to do you know things. They're complaining. The amount of they're complaining in the wrong direction. From professional athletes has been kind of extraordinary. I mean, people have complained about the food, about the restrictions, the lack of practice time. Djokovic, Novavik, or whatever his name, anti-vaxxer himself, super spreader extraordinary. His list of demands, I was just laughing out loud. I'm the like, best thing that ever guy? happened last year in the U.S. Open was in, when he got disqualified. Either you love that tennis player, you hate him, and yeah. I'm not, not. Hate is a strong word. Right. I just don't. He's just not warm and fuzzy like Nadal and Roger. He's hosted multiple super spreader events since this started. He said he would never take the vaccination for COVID. He did. I, oh yeah, he doesn't he believe in vaccines, Julia. Ugh. This, you know, is a good thing. His but mom good, inoculated him against measles and everything else when he was a kid. This is a good scandal, though. Is it's it? getting some interest around the Australian Open. And no, no, Naomi Osaka, they posted a photo on social media with her doing her training today. And it just, all of the players, the have-not players, are just pissed. They're like, quit yeah. showing us this. The Tennis Association is strongly recommending that their athletes, they've been encouraging them. Encouraging, no, don't post anything on social media. uploading social media posts as it's inflaming tensions. Yeah. <laughs> Amongst other players. Right. Right. No, who, yeah. the have-nots. The ha- that's what you mean. Mm-hmm. The haves and the have-nots. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know, so anywho. All right. Well, you keep us up to date on tennis, but we it have, hasn't started No, yet. it hasn't. It hasn't yeah. started. You know. So, but we've got, should we? Play in the club? Oh, okay. No, no, no. We're not no. Give okay, no, no, not for this. Not for that legend. We're gonna play one of our own songs. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, Julia. But it is a legend's birthday. It Dolly is Parton legend. is seventy-five today. She was just. She doesn't else. look. I don't think she's aged in twenty years. Well, she looks better now than I think she did in the eighties. Yeah, to be quite frank. She looks amazing. Well, everybody looks better than the 80s because the 80s hair and fashion and and makeup makeup was so bad. I'm so grateful for better chemistry and makeup. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, really, I'm kind of grateful that some... I know, but I'm kind of grateful that some of the 80s photos of me no longer exist because I did every makeup trend because i had a girlfriend who worked at Saks at the I makeup remember. department and i Red. would do my eyelids like a peacock purple and yellow and blues and greens and i don't think i ever wore the wine colored lipstick no because my it doesn't gr- go with our skin color at all no but i did like the extreme cheek things the fashion i mean it just everyone looks better than the 80s the 80s were a blast but the fashion was better in the 70s. Yes, it was. And it certainly took a downhill trend because, my God, we had, if you were in, there are a lot of people with banging bods when we were covering up. Look at Julia Roberts, ward of the Oscars, that big, huge men's oversized blazer. And mm-hmm. they were, it was all so Annie Hallish. 
You know what it was? <laughs> Some it of was, it. It was, it was a lot of the big suit coats with the padded shoulders with the... Oh, and the frilly socks with our gerbo, ge- gerbo jeans you know, gerbo. or whatever. Gerbo jeans and the little I, tiny pumps. I mean... I had to throw out a pair of those finally. Tragic! Oh, Jabodes? Uh, oh, yeah. Jabodes. My ex had they a pair... They had a yoke in the front. They had a yoke in the front. I had a pair forever. Oh, yeah. And, and I saved money to buy them. Well, of course, and I got Lori, them at a store in like they had that white tag right on the fly, Calhoun the fr- Square, which by the way, is and like, Benetton was there too. Yeah, mm-hmm. the two big stores. Oh, Boy, is that sad to drive through uptown? Fiorucci, or what was the Italian Fiorucci? Fiorucci, yeah, that was a big store over there too. No, have you been to uptown? I went guys? to Lakewood Cemetery last weekend. A friend of mine's sister is buried there, and we went there on the way, and I just. It's like a ghost, a town. ghost town. It's so sad. Yeah. Driving through Uptown. Yeah, it really Everything's is. boarded up and... Ugh. Yeah, I know. All right, and it's listen. such a great piece of real estate. That area is so great and vibrant and lively, and it can always come back. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. You know who's having an afterglow? Olivia Rodrigo debuted number one on the Billboard charts with driver's license. We better get it in our lineup, Holly. I will add. I will send that to management. Yeah, don't I mean, you it think was, it's number it's one, breaking the breakup, all the records? Breakup, breakup song. It'll make you cry if you're going through breakup. Well, or it'll make you feel good to get in touch with your feelings <laughs> if you aren't. Yeah, if you're not already. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of feeling, tensions were running high last night during the Monday night's episode of The Bachelor, as um, the contestants had to do. Uh, well, we'll let Will Reeves yeah. explain, and we'll fill in the blanks. Okay. Okay. Tears and drama dominated the night. <laughs> Bachelor contestant Sarah continued to steal the show, literally, from fainting at the rose ceremony last week to taking Matt away during the cocktail date, drawing ire from the other women. Can I steal you for a second? Getting her even more alone time with Matt. I opened up a lot about my family, and shared some really vulnerable sides to me. And so I think it was a little difficult because you're reminded it's not just you and Matt, it's also you and 30 other women. Sarah stirred up a tempest on television. I just wanted to be like the bigger person, let you guys know I'm here and apologize. But you did it after the fact and that's yeah, you come annoying. Like the damage is already done. I'm so angry, I'm so upset. I don't, I don't wanna lose you. Finally, making the decision to leave the show, her terminally ill father at home. I've thought about it, and like, I just feel really called to go home. I my family. I really had to think about, you know, what were my priorities in the moment, and for me, it was difficult to be in that environment, knowing that I had such heavy things weighing on me back at home. I don't have any regrets. And with Sarah gone, new competition. No! Five more women. Oh my gosh! <laughs> there are five new girls. Okay. <laughs> Nobody. Jinx. Okay, Jinx. Jinx. Okay, there, there are. There is someone who works as hard as Chris uh, Jenner does, and that's Chris pro- Harrison. No, that's the producers, the producers. on the Bachelor. They that really they do. talk this gal whose dad 
was got D- ALS and had like literally weeks left to live to go on the show to go on the show and then talk her into going and giving her a one on one date. She's quite during a lovely. breakout during a group date and everything like that. But the thing that I loved the group date and the women really liked it was that well, first of all. Let's appreciate. We're talking as, about the Bachelor as a society that Chris Harrison appears to be writing an erotic romance I novel. That's hysterical. Well, you know, he came out with his line of rings. Right. That makes more sense, kind of, if you want to. Chris he's Harrison just trying to capitalize on the whole package around love. Okay, but the ladies on this group date, Holly, had, had to, to write, write a, a, a paragraph. A, a paragraph. No, like two paragraphs. Yeah. Of a chapter of an erotic novel. Ooh. Oh, and then they <laughs> had to get up and perform fun. in front mm-hmm. of the other ladies and Matt. And it was, they were all scared of doing it, but they all, for the most part, really kind of liked it. And it was actually it was very funny. It's very, very funny. I would have had a story like that Victoria girl. Yeah, it, mine would have been queen. pretty dirty because I've read so many Um Good yeah. erotic and bad erotic. I mean, I'm tainted between, um, shouldn't use the word tainted. Penthouse pages and Penthouse l- letters. letters. as well as things like... Um, Lady Chatterley's Love. Oh, The Sleeping Beauty series uh, by Anne Rice, but she writes under another name. Oh. Did anyone Edward. start with There Once Was a Man from Nantucket? No, okay. so I <laughs> wish someone <laughs> you would know That's funny. But, I, and I liked... But you know, can you imagine having to do that? No. And then no. writing it? I kind of thought it would be like, I could see why it was kind of fun, fun. Yeah, exercise. it was something different. It was yes. something different. And and I guess back to the Sarah person that we just heard talk about. First of all, Matt, the bachelor. Is awfully wishy-washy man. He wears great coats and I like how he looks, but could he be any wishy-washy? No, he likes everyone and then and then one thing hits him and he's done. I'm in the Victoria, the lady who's acting as the queen. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. Brought it in the snark last night. Oh, did she ever. And I guess what I kind of liked is the one girl woman that 
kind of supported Sarah and tried to talk her out of not leaving and said, if you feel like I, I, I felt like there was an adult in the room with this one gal who was like, but remember how the producers are yeah, they manipulating this. They don't let anyone know about Sarah's dad. So it just seems like she's a selfish woman trying to go on a group date where there are 10 girls trying to all have time with this guys. And, and she's, she needs to interrupt because she's, she's crying. A yeah. But she's crying and saying, you know, she just, that this was triggering her jealousies. Notice how she put that yes. about being cheated on. I'm like, why are you going on a show where you're going to date a guy with 32 other women if you're an easily... More importantly, why are you going on a show when your dad is dying of ALS? But we don't know that until she's created drama. We don't know that for 40 minutes. Yeah, I know. Okay, that's... Produ- right, Holly? That's producer Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. I still absolutely. like it. I still like oh, this yeah, damn no, show. I, I don't know why we need five new people. That is, is bugging me. This is a new thing. They did the, this is a new thing, a new storytelling technique to the bachelor. I'm not liking it. Well, the reason they do it is it creates more drama, drama. because the people start to get friendly with one another because you spend so much time with each yeah. other rather than him. So they are trying, they have, some producer, like we watched on our Unreal. show, Unreal, realized that if you introduce five or six new people they did this with uh, the, the last bachelorette. bachelorette it will create instant drama. drama in fact someone should do instant karma redone for instant drama all <laughs> bachelor <laughs> lyrics no kidding but it really it but did. that's what it does it did but i i and guess that's next week and that's good but this sarah gal and I, you do you did feel for her but like they didn't let us know that and they didn't know it let went the girls. on and on and on i was just like get it over with but because i don't think the girls would have been so mean to her maybe no. victoria would have been victoria the queen lady she's but guess who she was dating last february victoria the queen lady no sarah well, she's really hot. Well, she, according to some people in my family, believes she's really hot. Yeah, she was dating G Easy. He, oh, she God. was the bridge between G Halsey and Ashley Benson. Stop. Well, not Halsey. I forget who G Easy was dating. He was dating Halsey, right? But that's like uh, that's a couple ago? years oh. ago. Yeah, he was with somebody else be, after Halsey. Okay, and. Then he moved on. But to, Sarah left the club with Jeezy once back yeah. in the before times. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, she's got like, uh, she's not going to have any problems or anything. And uh, they're really, you know, milking all the cruel and malicious women. But they didn't let anybody know about her dad. Yeah, so they know. knew about it. So anyway, that that's where, I don't know, you know, it's got my attention, Julia. And I'm working on my erotic novel. Okay. Get going. Get going. <laughs> Get going, honey. We could use some income. All right. Well, speaking of novelists, we have a novelist. Yes, we do. It's a really fun book. The story, is, the book is called Shipped. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Tuesday. We're getting productive. So you want a book to get cozy with? We've got one for you. Angie Hockman is joining us, and she just has written just a fun Fun book that was just a great coming of age is kind of how we describe it. Romance. It's called Shipped. And we're so glad that you wrote this book, Angie. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me on today. Absolutely. So so, Angie, give everyone the setup for Shipped. Sure. So Shipped, it's an enemies to lovers office romance. And 
It's about a workaholic marketing manager for an adventure cruise line, and she is up for the promotion of her dreams, but so is her nemesis, uh, the remotely working social media manager, and they end up going on one of their company's cruises together. Um, their boss sends them uh, down there uh, to the Galapagos Islands and tasks them with using the experience to come up with a proposal to boost sales in the region, that proposal wins the promotion. So she gets on board and she meets her nemesis for the first time. And uh, maybe he's not, you know, as, as vile as she thought he was. And uh, she discovers that perhaps the line between loathing and liking is, in fact, thinner than a postcard. Oh, my. It, and, it, and we loved it, It's too. such escapism for right now. So we've been having just gray, gray days here, Angie. And, and we're both in the travel we business. We were in the travel business. And I always, you know, there are, I have always wondered why there aren't more stories about the exciting, I mean, of course, now this is a profession that has just taken a hit, but the travel hospitality industry I feel like it's ripe, like you could, with stories. You know, the things, that the this, jobs that people have and everything. Definitely, definitely. And I actually do have some experience working in the travel industry as well. So I, I, I definitely drew on that and okay. coming up with uh, the idea behind the book, for sure. I, I, love, I love this book. You know, I was talking with the, your publicist earlier today in emails, and I'm like, it has been so gray here. This mm-hmm. book is such an escape book, fun, romantic comedy. It's up to date. You know, it's modern 2021 because it talks about, you know, social um, social issues, the environment issues, about traveling, about love, about... About kind of what, at that age in your life when you kind of are really... You're so busy and you don't know that you have time for a romance. You're very career driven. We have all these Mm -hmm. expectations that all this stuff should be figured out. So I like that coming of age side of the story, too. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was fun to write. And, and you know, what I so we had um, we've never been to the Galapagos ever. But a colleague of ours on S Creek, though. Remember, you know Annie and her boyfriend. He did you watch that show, Angie? Uh, Poops Creek. Poops Creek. We have to call it that on our radio show. (laughs) Yes. Oh no, I love it. Okay, so Annie's boyfriend gets assigned the veterinarian to the Galapagos Island, and you know everyone's just telling Annie, "You are not a gal that's going to belong in the Galapagos. It's a very (laughs) distinct destination." But. But in your in mm-hmm. Angie, when you wrote in, um, you know, after your, you know, at the end of your book, you know, wanted to acknowledge it that you were struck about ecotourism and about the environment um, when you went on a cruise to the Galapagos or a trip in 2016, and that kind of was the genesis because you're an attorney, you've done all these other jobs, yeah, and then here you come out mm-hmm. and you write a novel about it. Tell us kind of about how that just prompted you to decide I've got to combine kind of philanthropy and travel and and writing sure yeah so i i started writing several years ago um and and shift is actually the second book that i finished with the first to get published okay Um, and when i sat down to start writing it and um, i started in early 2018 i knew i wanted to try my hand at a romantic comedy and i had recently finished reading the hating game by sally thorne and dating you hating you by christina Mm -hmm. lauren and i absolutely love enemies to lovers trope. I love office romance. And I thought, well, I, I think I want to turn my hand at writing that kind of story, but I want to put my own spin on it. And um, like you said, I, I had traveled to the Galapagos aboard a Lindblad expedition cruise in 2016 and had just an absolutely life-changing experience. It is 
such an incredible place, so very unique. The wildlife there uh, is, is unlike yeah, anything else you find on Earth. Um, and it's, it really is, was very transformative and very powerful. Um, and there are, you know, companies in, in the travel industry that have combined, uh, you know, sort of the philanthropy, um, you know, aspect with tourism and using travel to make a positive difference. Um, and Lindblad's one of them. So, yes. you know, that was definitely present on, on board when I was there. Uh, and yeah, so I felt just very inspired by that. And I thought, well, I've, I've never read a novel set in the Galapagos Islands mm-hmm. before. And I, I thought, well, what a, what a magical place. Well, I do think anyone who reads this wants to go. Because yes. I never really knew if I wanted to go there or not. Although when Julia and I worked at Carlson, Lindblad, Lindblad Expeditions was one of our preferred travel partner. Mm-hmm. And they've always been kind of ahead of the curve about ecotourism and raising awareness because it's expensive Mm -hmm. to go to those places so they know their audiences people who have money could make a difference too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know for sure so i think your book is like the galapagos tourism they should be happy they should be happy with you (laughs) no i know and i I tried to shine a positive light on it. Oh, you really, you really, really did. It's in when you talk about kind of the the hate love thing. Um, you know, it happened in the movie Proposal with Sandra Bullock. Hello, and, Bridgerton. Bridgerton is kind of a hate Bridget, love thing. Yes. You got a swoonworthy novel and a swoonworthy TV series. They, you're these two. You have that in common with Bridgerton. <laughs> Well, that's excellent company. I couldn't ask for better. Your book is just so fun. Yeah. I, I I can't thank you enough. Even your even the guy in it has a very Bridgerton sounding name. name, Graham Crawford Collins, <laughs> because that instantly does conjure up. The name helps with the physical description, which you very nicely you, you, wrote for us. You, they were both very good looking people, <laughs> and their tension, the sexual tension, in the book was super fun. It it this is a great book. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Okay. I'm glad you enjoyed it. The book is shipped, um, and it comes out in trade paperback, so people, I think, mm-hmm. are loving that for the price and everything. Angie Hockman is the author. Angie, what's your first book that you started on? That is is that going to get yeah. published now? Um, uh, no plans as of, as of right now. It was actually a romantic suspense. Uh, it won the uh, Romance Writers of America Golden Heart Award in 2019, but it was very, very different. Okay. And I decided to pivot genres. I think uh, romantic comedies, they're, they're just so fun. They, I had such a blast writing shift, so, um, and I'm working on my next romantic comedy right now. This would be a super fun movie. Well, no, I was going to say Shonda Rhimes has her Netflix deal. She already knows how to, maybe she is looking forward to 2022 and shooting something in the Galapagos Islands. <laughs> <laughs> and she could Katie do this. Shonda Rhimes, that would be yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, just get whatever your pitch is down, you know, for how to describe it. But I'm. it would be, it would be fun. To just like this, to see this would, in a movie. Yes, it, it would really be such would. a fun movie. And it's just so current you got with the Seattle, social media marketing and, manager yeah, and everything that you have yeah. in it. It's, it felt... Well, Angie, what do you want to happen? We're going to quit bossing you yeah. around with your dream. What do you want to <laughs> have happen with uh, Shipped? Well, goodness, you know, um, today's the release day, so I've just been <laughs> oh. riding high on that. Okay. Um, I know, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, it's the, the the response, the early response has been tremendous. Um, I, we had a lot of folks request to read it early on NetGalley. I've I've seen a lot of positive reviews come through. It was a library reads pick this month. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in, in among some different things, a good reason must be anticipated romance. So I have just been absolutely floored and, and blown away by the positive response. And at this point, I, you know, I couldn't ask for more. And now that it's on shelves, I, I just hope a lot of folks enjoy it and it brings a smile to their face. Yeah, I, I think they will because, well, I mean, really, we read a lot of books for our Lori and Julia book club. A book a week. Maybe something like that. But um, next week, it, three books. It's fun <laughs> to um, have a book that, um, I mean, I love a good, serious story or something. But, oh, man, my brain needed your, this book. Just in that oh, way, like you. how yeah, I feel about time. Bridgerton yeah. was just a escape. TV show. I needed a confection, mm-hmm. <laughs> something mm-hmm. delicious. Well, I hope, and hopefully, you know, shipped um, the great thing that um, the fact that it takes place in the Galapagos and on a cruise. I'm, I'm hoping as people read it, they can imagine themselves on the deck of yes. the ship and feel the wind in their hair and yes. the, you know, the sun on their skin, especially <laughs> during the cold Midwestern winters. Right. Um, so hopefully it transports folks. Are oh, we you, loved it. Are you bummed that uh, you don't get to go out and be on a book tour? Or are you actually someone who's like, oh, yeah, I can kind of just do it all virtually? <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I had been looking forward to doing uh, some in-person events. Mm-hmm. I actually, I don't really mind speaking to people. Okay. I used to be a teacher for a little while, so that's, yeah, I don't get too, too intimidated. Maybe mm-hmm. just a little. But uh, so, you know, that's, it's a bit of a bummer. But um, I, I have a virtual event, a virtual launch day event tonight at 7 o'clock. Uh, that I'm really looking forward to, and in getting to connect with folks virtually online has widened the scope of who I can engage with, which right. is wonderful. Um, so instead of being limited geographically to Ohio, like I'm, I'm out of Cleveland, Ohio, um, it can be all over, all over the country, even all over the world. So that's been uh, a bit of a silver lining there. And you know, once once things turn around and you know the pandemic goes away, hopefully sooner than later. Um, yeah, I look forward to getting out there and, and hopefully meeting some readers. How how do you want, like, are, is the best place, like, to follow you on Twitter or Insta or do Facebook or do you, you know what I mean? How should people find out, like, if they're interested in any of your book things? Yeah, um, all of the above. Um, you can check out my website. It's www.angiehockman.com. I'm also active on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. Okay. We'll, we'll post this on Instagram today on our Instagram for the Lori and Julia Book Club, and the audio will be available and everything will be available. We have to ask you, Angie, before you go, what's the last great book that you read? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, gosh, the last great book. Ooh. I've, I've, I feel like I've read so many wonderful books lately. Um, a couple months ago, I picked up The Roommate by Rosie Dannon. Spicy, spicy. So delightful. Loved it. The Ruby? Um, also, um, uh, The Roommate. Oh, The Roommate. Okay. The Roommate. Mm-hmm. So that's a romance. And then um, Today, Tonight, Tomorrow by Rachel Lynn Solomon. Um, and that was a YA romance. And she actually has another book coming out, The X-Talk. Um, and I started reading that, and I love it so far. So that definitely check that out. That's out next week. Okay. Lori, we were going to have them on. Okay, it's so funny. The book is shipped. We absolutely love meeting you. Keep writing. Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you for just bringing cheer to us. And you're going to bring it to our listeners. Everyone, pick up Shipped. It's it's just a fun book by Angie Hockman. We do have two copies of the books to give away today. If you haven't won a book from us lately, give us a buzz. 651-641-1071. Angie. Thank you. Thank you so much, and best of luck today. And we love getting you on your premiere date.
Oh, and thank you so much for having me again. I, I appreciate it. It was wonderful chatting with you. Oh, absolutely. We're going we're gonna to take a quick break, and when we come back, we've got a celebration for a, a lady that everyone wants to know more about. We'll be right Dolly, what Holly, what Holly Dolly song are you playing? <laughs> Dumb Blonde by oh. Dolly Parton. Oh, good. Thank you. I told Holly it's your choice, because remember, what was that game, and your name would be Holly Dolly? Oh, the Dolly on the Holly, or oh, vice yes. versa? <laughs> Oh yeah, no, that was the best name. Yeah, you we were did. taking, we we're trying to take a selfie of the book shift to post to Instagram. Did it work out? It yeah. did. I think so. I'm, I mean, I'm it's very close to the camera. I'm very close. Lori's far away. I'm holding the camera. Well, I'm taller. It looks better for me to be behind you. Mm-hmm. You guys need a selfie stick. We really, we really do. Yeah. We really do. And I'm surprised we don't we have, have one here. One. I bought one. I'm surprised the station doesn't have one at this exactly. point. Exactly. Well, so, there is a steady cam floating around somewhere, but I don't is. know. I, I, I don't even know, know what that, that is. So listen <laughs> we to me. We do need that. Yeah. Okay, so Dolly Parton, um, legendary music career, over 100 million records sold with 44 top 10 country songs. Here's something else to know that Dolly Parton, executive produced, we found this out this in 2020, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I didn't know that. Back in the day, Dolly was born on January 19th. Buffy was born on January 19th, so Dolly is a slayer. Wow. Um, last year in 2020, she basically saved the whole damn year for us cons- on, a, on a consistent basis. Let me, let me lay out the Lay evidence, out the action. Okay? okay. First of all, yes, the internet went crazy. Do you remember? I probably Holly remembers that about the Buffy thing when we found out. She gave a million dollars in cash. Uh, she's the health hero to the Vanderbilt University Medical School where Moderna was uh, making, needed an infusion of cash. They couldn't wait for, and they needed immediate, what do you need? Right. Dolly was asked, and they said a million dollars. Now, Dolly probably wrote a check, but I would love it if just bags of cash had been pulled up. But of course, they don't do that. Just a truck backing up with some coins, like Scrooge McDuck. She did that. She also... um, I mean, country music. Let's just say it's 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 long been politically divided, and um, she's always been on the right side of history. But she's also famously doesn't you know get political right. quote unquote. But right. she did a, a an interview, and she was asked about the Black Lives Matters protest prompted by the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis and Breonna Taylor in Louisville, and I think it was the Rolling Stone interview, and she said, "I understand people having to make." No, because she said it on camera. She said this yes, on camera. But she said, she I understand people having to make themselves known and felt and be seen. And of course, Black Lives Matter. Do we think our little white asses are the she only did. ones that matter? No. So she said that. Yep. She also, you know, has reminded us that she's willing to do Playboy again. And at 75, uh, Playboy hasn't confirmed it, but... They need Dolly a makes, No, but Dolly makes anything possible. She, she's okay, look she's at that. the happiest person. She's, one of her famous things, if you see someone without a smile, give them yours. I believe that. I You're think, a smiler. I'm a smiler. I like, she's, I like um, to make people smile. And she's kind of like, I mean, she truly is an ageless beauty in that way. If, that if you don't talk down to yourself about your age, your weight, your looks... That does give you an ageless beauty because it means you're happy from the inside out. And Dolly, I mean, 
She does that just all the time. Plus, she's inspirational. Her, my mom said her scrapbook, big book that was fifty dollars that came out this year at Christmas time, is incredibly inspiring. And we thought we knew everything about Dolly. I know. And my mom just said this is like such a lovely, lovely book um, because it's so many things we didn't even know, and in Dolly's handwriting and in photos. Then she also brought, I mean, look at what she brought in the time of year when we needed it. We had the her appearance at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yes, she did. We had her Netflix musical, Christmas on the Square, and then a Holly Dolly Christmas happened. I mean, we had, she gave us stuff to even talk about, Jules, with Lori, like her joy. We want to thank her. And um, and then um, she's, you know, a protector of freedom because last month, President Obama admitted the greatest regret of his presidency on the uh, uh, Colbert, Colbert show. show. He didn't give her. A- he didn't give Dolly a presidential medal of freedom because he thought she already had one. And oh. isn't Tennessee putting up a statue of her in front of the state capitol? Yes, they, they want to. Yes, they want to. And. And anyway, so that, you know, and uh, anyway, and she's a guardian, you know, angel, um, because she, uh, as far as we know, she was said to have saved the life of a nine-year-old boy who was uh, mowed down by a vehicle on the set of Christmas on the Square. She was at the hot chocolate station, and they said, go back to your beginning position. There was a vehicle moving, and I was walking, and somebody grabbed me, and Pulled me back, and I looked up, and it was Dolly Parton. This from the nine-year-old kid who told Entertainment Tonight that. So she was a she's a miracle. She's a guardian angel. Anyway, and she played an angel in that movie, if you watched it, uh, Christmas in the Square. I never saw that. Julia, you could watch it right now. I, mean, I could. I leave. Can I really just turn could. it on? Can <laughs> yeah. I turn it on? I'm anyway. You, I, but just her she's voice. She's something else. We've seen her only once. And Lori and I signed up to go to the Dollywood. She, a couple years ago, was having a competition. If you donated, like... On that O-Maze or that, you know, kind of... It's a fundraising that a lot of celebrities do stuff. I went to lunch with George Clooney. We tried to win that at Lake Como. Have we heard the results? Did we not win that? Yes. I mean, we did not win. I can't understand why we're not winning these things. But our friend Neil the Knitter, flight attendant, has been to Dollywood, and he said it is a must-see. Oh, really? We need to go. Because that's an interesting part of the country, too, to go to. Is it the Blue Ridge Mountains? Appalachia. Appalachia. Is it by the Smoky Mountains? Yeah, that, Smoky yeah, Mountain, the, Pigeon Ford. Yeah, yeah I might have, be getting my geography. Yeah, haven't been to that part of the country, but it looks gorgeous. Be- yeah, really beautiful. Like a place that you'd be go, oh, this would be such a great place to be on a motorcycle or, you know, some kind of a cool car. I, I have to say our engineers are in the room. Oh, they they been there? Yeah, give it a big thumbs, thumbs up. up. Have they to been the- to Dollywood or just that area? The area. Oh, yeah. motorcycle. The motorcycle, yeah. My dad has been through there. My mom, on, my mom went there yes. with Annie Catherine. Yes. They loved it. But I don't know if they went to Dollywood. Now, no, that would be a fun trip for you and I to we take have together reporting live for my talk from Dollywood. I think they want us yeah, to go. Well, they, could it be like the Oprah and Gail road trip? It's the Lori and Julia road trip to yeah. Dollywood? You know what? If they really want to make 
us happy as well as all of the my talk they will next year project down and dirty las vegas and we work with sun country and we take over the whole plane and people fly with us and And it's just just, we raise a a ton of money and all the shows come with you know all everybody you know uh and listeners I i think that um I'm going to have some kind of a, oh, what do you call it? Um, I'm going to, I'm going to make uh, people sign something that they're going to. A waiver. A waiver so that we uh, leave the drama behind here. Yeah. Yeah. We just go have fun. Yeah. Anyway, There's that's, no that's drama. a big project down people in Dirty are, Dream. What drama can be had? People are going to be so happy whenever Maybe this Maybe we even over. have enough people when we take, you know, two planes. I love you. I mm-hmm. love how you think. <laughs> right now, we were looking at at hotel rates in Vegas. They're very cheap right now. No, but I'm just saying I that know. would be like we'd all be vaccinated, I would think, by next October. I think so. All right. We got to go. We'll be back.